Hello and welcome to the Vlogging Pod. Tonight we are joined by romance author Sage Spelling. Welcome to the room. Thank you. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Now, I just started our timer. We do about a 20-minute podcast. Sometimes we go a little bit over, but in full disclosure, my camera will shut off after 30 minutes. So... <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, so, as I was doing my research, like I like to do on every guest, I found out that you do a podcast. Um, I found it on YouTube, um, mm -hmm. Book Harlots. Tell us a little bit about that and the ladies you run it with. So, um, Book Harlots uh, started out with me and my two friends, uh, Eliza Mann and AJ Norris. Mm -hmm. We are huge J.R. Ward fans. I mean, and we had this little, like, Facebook chat where we would just talk about all J.R. Ward stuff, like all her books. Did you see her new Facebook Live? You know, we're just big fans. And during the pandemic, we were, like, bored and just wanted something to do. So AJ was like, hey, you guys want to do a podcast and go through all of J.R. Ward's books? And we are like, okay. <laughs> so we just went ahead and just did video by video and uh, just talked about how much we love characters and that world and you know that kind of stuff so that's what so far that's all we've done on the podcast is okay. all jr words books <laughs> okay well as I, I, I my next note was for the most part it seems to be focused on jr ward do you happen to see that if you guys are going to be on that from the single author and perhaps branch out to other authors Yes, definitely. But um, when we started, J.R. Ward had so many books. Um, we were doing the BBB, you know, the Black uh, Dagger Brotherhood. Mm -hmm. And it was like 20-some uh, books. So we had started with one and kind of going all the way through. So now there are two books that are out that we haven't done yet. We plan on finishing those. And then, yeah, we're thinking of um, possibly starting um, another series. We kind of just really like doing series, you know. I mean, we can do standalones too, but... You know, series are just like more characters and more hot dudes to talk about. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the important part: hot dudes to talk about. Exactly. <laughs> so, let me ask you this: Do you know if it is um, in audible format, J.R. Ward? Yes, she is. Awesome. That's how I listen to all of them. <laughs> See, now you know exactly where I was going with this. <laughs> now I'm going to write that down because I'm always looking for a new series. Um. I tell you what, I love the audibles. Love them. So, um, and since this is about you, because I don't want to tell you what I'm reading right now or listening to, because <laughs> I don't mind. That would be a whole other podcast. <laughs> I think. Okay, so let's talk a moment about journaling. My lovely assistant is always telling me about her journals and writing things in them and keeping track of everything. And I'm telling you, if it weren't for her and her daily to-do things, I'd be lost. <laughs> so with that in mind, I when I was visiting your site, which I have up on my other computer, you have, um, let's see, you've got a, a lot of things here. But I noticed that you, you make journals to sell on Amazon. Tell me a little bit how that came about. So I started planning first, right? So I uh -huh. started... Um, I am a huge um, fan of uh, Sarah Cannon and she uh, from Heart Breathing. And she does this whole workshop um, 
um, on uh, planning and goal setting and all of that. And, and I went to like shiny new um, projects, right? So I was buying planners and I was doing stuff and I would change them um, every month. So I liked to do the daily journaling in a smaller journal so that I could finish it in one month. So I would do like whatever, I, like a gratitude journal or something like that. And I was finding that all the journals that I was finding were too big to finish in one month. And then I don't want to use them again. So I wanted a new one for another month and to mix and match. So I started, I got the idea just to make my own. And um, I was made them more for me. And then I was like, hey, let me you know, put them up on Amazon. Nice. So you create all of them yourself, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I create the covers and I create the um, inside. Like there's uh, a few that have like line paper, um, some that have um, blank pages. Um, and I have one that has like little quotes in the bottom of the page. Oh, nice. So is it like a calendar planner? No, it's just like it's not really a planner. It's a journal. A journal. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. Now, have you ever thought about um, expanding to planners? I have, but that's a like I don't I don't know if I'm capable of making those the inside. <laughs> I have to, like, you know what I mean? I would have to invest in in a different software and stuff like that to be able to do that. So, right. you know, I, the journals were just so I can be able to change them every month with my planners. Right. Well, I. I just say that with the calendars. I know that I know several off the top of all my fingers that would be love to have those because they are really cute covers. Thank you. They really are. So um, let's talk about um, Ractivist. Am I pronouncing that right? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> your connection with being a kindness ambassador. Um, so a while ago. I um, I was feeling, you know, way about life and, you know, feeling sad and stuff. And I came across um, Random Acts of Kindness, uh -huh. um, the website. And they're like, you know, join now and you can be a, um, a, a Raxivist. So I, um, I went ahead and I joined. They sent me the little title and stuff. And I started doing um, little, uh, like, challenges with my Facebook group. Mm -hmm. And they were fun. You know, we did them. I'm not going to lie. I haven't done it in a while with them. But they're really simple challenges where, you know, you every day you message a, a friend and, you know, say, hey, how are you doing? I'm just checking on you. You know, just little things like. Oh, did I lose you? Notes. There you are. Okay. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's all right. <laughs> um, leaving little notes um, inside maybe a library book you know, or, or something like that. Just little things to brighten someone's day. Right. You know, so that's really where it came from. Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. Um, so let's talk about books, okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's take a little trip back. Now, I know you have a book that was published, and quote me if I'm wrong on this. I think it's 2016 was your first published book. First one was 14, but okay, it's 14. Uh, no longer in print right now. Okay, 14. But there was one in 2016, am I correct? Yes. Okay. Now, I believe that was a first in the series um, uh, of uh, Haywicks. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, tell me, uh, this is going to be a little bit of a tricky question, okay?
Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, maybe not tricky, but there's a little bit to it. So let tell me about um, Naughty Nights, and then the second in the series of the Haywicks. Is it Haywicks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Exposed Cards, because they came out at the same time. So tell us a little bit about these two books and how they differ in comparison when they debuted. When they debuted. Um, so, well, Exposed Cards is a second book to High Stakes. It's okay. kind of, um, it, it goes, um, it starts one year uh, at the same time as, as um, uh, High Stakes, but it picks up a year later in it. And so it's connected. So the bad guy, technically, you know, quote unquote bad guy in book one is the hero in book two. And you see um, why he was the way he was. And he's kind of redeemed in this book, in um, Exposed Cards. Um, Naughty Nightly is actually very, it's a um, very different world. It's it's more, uh, those were uh, uh, new adults. Mm-hmm. Okay. Naughty Nightly is more on the really high speed. <laughs> High uh, heat and it has it's more uh, magical realism. Um, so Naughty Nightly is based on uh, like a little bit of magic spell that brings two people together. Okay. Um, one is in a in a dream. They meet in a dream state because the spell has him um, in like a coma state. Mm-hmm. And you know she dreams about him and she helps save him. Um, and that's basically the that okay okay so let's let's travel back just a little bit more so you mm-hmm. said the book in 2014 what was that again you said that's no longer in print there was a inked hearts which was part of um, um, an anthology okay a, a soul uh, what was it soulmate a soulmate anthology Valentine's Day anthology okay and my story was inked hearts okay now that was my first publication all right. Well, tell us a little bit how about that came about. Um, I was um, at my local writers tra- uh, group of uh, Romance Writers of America, our GD, our Greater Detroit chapter, and a publisher was coming out and you know talked to us soulmates, and they were um, taking pitches for Valentine's Day stories to go into their anthology. Th- uh, and well, she was taking pitches, but she had told us that they were looking for a Valentine's Day story. So I went ahead and I pitched this and she actually um, emailed me just a few days later and was like, um, we want it. So it was just that quickly. Nice. Yeah, it was really, it was, it was just fun and it happened really fast. Have you ever thought about going back and revisiting and making it into a book itself? Um, I am planning on, I was supposed to uh, have it come out for Valentine's Day because it's a Valentine's Day story. I was planning on having it come out this year, but I kind of fell off my schedule. So I'm planning on having that re-release for next Valentine's Day. Oh, nice. So I'm looking at your page. Now, this is going to be a total off-the-ball comment or or question, (laughs) I should say, not comment. Um, But I'm looking at your site even more as we're speaking. And so, okay, since you've published in 2014, and then you went on to 2019, but you've done quite a few bit of events. So tell us exactly how those come about. I mean, 
Do you search them out? Do they request you? Are you linked in groups where they come out? How, how exactly does your touring come about? So those are, yeah, basically you hear from word of mouth and friends. And, you know, in the beginning I used to go. So I started going to, I think I went to my first, um, um, like reader of, as a reader and okay. I would go as like a inspiring author. And that was like in 2013, I think was my first one. And, um, I went as a reader and, you know, you make connections and stuff. And then, um, the first year that I went back as an author, they do events where, you know, you can start off small and, um, yeah, I just started off as a reader and then I got to know people. So then when I actually became an author, I was able to like join, um, you know, the different events for the, um, book signings and things like that. Right. Well, there are some sexy pics here. I'm just saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm liking. Are they the Vegas ones? <laughs> uh huh. Well, from uh, 2016. Yeah, those were some nice pics. Just saying. <laughs> those were all the hot models they had. So, um, I don't know if you remember Romantic Times. They used to do and they used to bring all these cover models. And in Vegas, they like triple times. So they had some guys that like were um chippendale dancers that would come <laughs> it was a blast oh i can imagine i can i'm seriously i'm like what have i been missing now <laughs> get this covid crap out of the way <laughs> i know i know so nice it looks like you guys had some great times um really did. so now let's move on because i know you have a, a new book out and it is one that I used for a promo picks, um, Wicked Wing Wingman, a Hero Club novel. Mm -hmm. First, very hot cover, okay? I had quite per Thank pleasure you. of making that little graphic. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm a like in this cover. Um, so let's talk its creation. How did you venture into this book? I mean, what was your, you know, your idea kind of strategy when you entered this book? So, um when i applied to write in their world they gave me the option to write in one of the five of their main um uh book so i do you do you have the background on the hero uh the cocky hero club um uh, no i do not okay so the cocky hero club is like a world basically that authors can um submit to write in this world and they have to connect their characters to one of those five five books okay. in the story so i chose because i just always thought pilots were hot i chose playboy pilot and um and i just i read it and i loved it and i was like i realized that the hero in that book was, went to uh university of michigan and i'm from michigan and i wanted my character to be from michigan so i that's just kind of how i i started it and i just went from there okay hold on i am trying to bring it up on amazon <laughs> <laughs> not that i want to see it again but yeah <laughs> i'll send you i'll send you more promo pics to see. okay all right <laughs> i have a lot of him <laughs> okay because yeah he is quite good looking um okay so here we are so does it have the back of the cover on on Amazon? Do you know? The back cover? Mm-hmm. Um, no. 
No, okay. I don't think so. I don't think they show it. No. Okay, I do see Hero Club here. Mm hmm. Okay. All right. Uh huh. More reading material. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Awesome. Okay. So, do you see more coming along in this type of format? I do. Okay. I really do. I think um, a lot of people are. Um, romance readers, we're just, we just read nonstop. And um, when we fall in love with a world and characters, we just gravitate towards it even more. And it's just what I've seen from readers like myself. And a lot of these are, are I feel like they're just, um, they're fun to do because it's a break from what you're, you're doing every day. You know, you go in, you jump in a world that's kind of set for you and you just kind of, it's almost like fanfic. And I'm a I, I was a huge fan of fan fiction. So okay. it's almost like writing in a fan fiction world. Oh, okay. So is uh, Hero Club its own production? It's a, it's a, a publishing company? Yes? Yes. Okay. Yes. So are you, are you involved with it for every book or just particular series that they're interested in publishing? Just the one book that I did with them. Okay. That, that's the extent of my involvement. Okay. I'm looking at them right now. So there's quite a bit. So you could choose to do it again. So you basically submit to them, yes? Yeah. Yeah, it's a submission process, and they accept, and you have to, like, submit um, a proposal, um, cover, and all of that. Oh, you did the cover work, too? I, well, I paid for the cover work, yes. Okay, nice. Well, you know, it still counts. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I, <laughs> I have a great friend that does, um, actually, the one of the, the ladies that I do the podcast with, um, AJ, Nor uh, AJ Norris, she did the cover. Okay. does a really great job. Nice. Well, it is. Oh, of course, you already know I like it. <laughs> <laughs> he is quite good looking. So you had me mm. there. Um, <laughs> but, you know, well, let's be honest. I mean, a cover brings you in. I mean, whether or not it tells a mm -hmm. tale or gives some kind of sex appeal, it pulls the reader in. I mean, there's just no way around that, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You, you know, they say don't judge a book by its cover, but I <laughs> <laughs> I, I always do. I, I hardly ever read the back first. I, re I, I reach for the cover first. Well, you know what? I actually think a good cover pulls you in. It makes you, it tells mm -hmm. a lot more about the set. See, literary Brixton in the room is saying the same. She goes, oh, I do the same thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. I think a cover can pull you in. I mean, it depends on what you're looking for, you know? Um Especially if you really want to pull yourself into the, the character of the book and like say you're a girl and you're, you know, you're putting yourself in the shoes of the sexy heroine of the book and you want to see what you're being, you know what I mean, attracted to. That mm -hmm. actually, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, <laughs> I could see exactly. it happening. Exactly. So with one minute on our clock, tell me a little bit since we're entering the new year, what is on your new year schedule for 2022 what can we see coming from you um other than the valentine's day uh reissue story i don't really have anything uh set in stone yet okay. i am working on a family saga which is um been a lot of fun and um i will be going to two events this okay. year okay if they don't shut down because of COVID. Oh, let's hope <laughs> But not. I will be, <laughs> right, I will be in Chicago for Spring Fling, and that's in April, and I will be in Tennessee 
for a weekend with an author in May. Nice, nice. And we can find that all on your site, which is sagespelling.com, which is where I'm at right now <laughs> for all those that are interested. I am now, this is going to be a buzzer, so please forgive my ears. There we go. Because um, I don't want it to beep real loud when, it, when the timer goes off. But I want to thank you so much for being on the program. Um, I'd love to have you back when your newest comes out again. So please check us out. And I would welcome you back anytime. You were an amazing author to listen to. I am quite interested thank in your you. work, not just because of the cover. <laughs> well, I, thank you so much. I, I appreciate you. You're welcome. It's been I, really fun. Yeah, it's been oh, really fun being here. Well, awesome. And I'd love to see more from the podcast. I did listen to quite a bit, and I was intrigued. You ladies really have it together. So thank you again. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you, listeners. Um, Stay tuned to next Thursday when we will have our next guest. Have a great evening, everyone. Bye-bye for now.